Hello, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? Very, very, very late minutes. Uh, so much that you know, I missed my plane with all two with a few other people by eight minutes. You missed the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I arrived completely at the end of the game when they were <laughs> giving trophies. But well, that's you know that's a way. Why that's was way. why were you late for the plane? Ah, uh, long story. Oh, for God's sake! I wish I'd arrived late for Wales, Italy. I'll tell you. <laughs> Jeez. I was there, but only at the end because... Well, you were there, it doesn't matter. No, nobody's going to say what time did you get there, are they? Yeah, well... <laughs> and actually, yeah, I have the picture. I saw the guys. There was a press conference, but it was yesterday. I was invited, but I wasn't there. You know, I asked them whether there would be any... Oh, was that video. the one at um, Stade Jean Yeah. Yeah, I asked whether there would be a video conferencing, but I don't think there was. It didn't reply to me, but... Anyway, anyway we better get, get cracking. Let's get cracking. All right, okay. La pendule fait tic tac tic tic. Les oiseaux du lac pic pac pic pic. Glou 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche ding dindon. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum, tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille. Hey, bonjour rugby friends and welcome to a new edition of French Rugby Connection podcast with moi, Véronique Landieu and myself, Mike Pierce. And finally, finally, well, well, every well, year, well. every year after the end of Six Nations, <laughs> what do I usually slam. say? What do I usually say, Mike? You're a bit like Del Boy, aren't you? This time next year, we'll be Grand Slam winners. I'm not quite Del Boy. I don't look like him. I don't sound like him. <laughs> I'm no Cockney. But uh, I always said, oh, well, that would be for next time. Yeah. And you said to me, oh, you always say that. <laughs> but this yeah. time... Well, you've got to get it right one year, haven't you? One year out of 15. That's not bad. <laughs> not... Out of 12. It's been... What last a, yeah. time. Last time France won was 12 years ago. So it was absolutely... No, last, last time they won was last Saturday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, yeah. What a, you know, what what a performance. What a season for France. And, you know, you can only be happy for them, can't you? Even as a Welshman, as a disconsolate Welshman, I'm absolutely delighted for France. They've been the best team of the tournament. They played the best rugby of the tournament and they thoroughly deserve their Grand Slam. Yeah, and last year, last year, it should have been there. The, the, well, don't worry it. about last year, you know. Look, you just enjoy, <laughs> enjoy this year. I mean, what a win. You know, they I know. Do, they're a bit nervous at the beginning, weren't they? The little few passes not going to hand. But uh, yeah, I mean, 81,337 people there and you, 81,338. <laughs> I mean, a night that, you know, they will never forget. You know, I missed my plane with a few other people by eight minutes. You missed the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I arrived completely at the end of the game when they were <laughs> giving trophies. But that's, you know, that's the way. Why, that's was, a way. why were you late for the plane? Ah, uh, long story. Oh, for God's sake. I wish I'd arrived late for Wales, Italy, I'll tell you. <laughs> Jeez. I was there, but only at the end because... Well, you were there, because... it doesn't matter. No, nobody's going to say what time did you get there, are they? Yeah, well, <laughs> and actually, yeah, I have the picture. I saw the guys. I watched, you know, most of the game on the plane. And when I arrived in uh, Charles de Gaulle, you know, I took an Uber with two brothers who were in the same situation as me, i.e., you know, the 
they missed the flight because of bad traffic. We found a really, really nice Uberman and it took us 15 minutes <laughs> to drive from, yeah, from Chardigal. Yeah, to Charles wow. It was very, very, very good. So that's yes. Parisian taxi drivers, isn't it? I mean, it's, it that's, that's oh. more scary than that's more scary than facing the French back. It wasn't a taxi; it was an Uber. So the guy, I think, felt sorry for us. So he really went really, really fast. And yeah, we managed to soak up the last minutes of of the game of the players, you know, going around thanking the supporters. So I saw Jonathan Dante who gave his uh, his, his jersey actually to one uh, to his girlfriend, I believe, or oh, a nice. young lady. <laughs> Cheap on flowers. <laughs> it wasn't for me. I'm no stalker. <laughs> Nothing for a young lady. And uh, uh I saw Roma Tamak as well. Said congrats you did uh, well played and uh, who else uh, Jelonge as well, uh, Dupont as well running around <laughs> being yeah. in the zone it Incredible. was absolutely absolutely amazing people were so friendly and the two brothers I met at the airport actually one of them you know, was wearing an English t-shirt and, and all French fans you know kept telling him sorry good game yeah. That was that was that was funny. That was funny. But so Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre, so nice to speak with you. So did you watch the the Six Nation final like ten millions of of French uh, uh, people on TV on Saturday evening? Absolutely amazing, wonderful. And let's not forget that you were a grand slammer. You won the grand slam twice. First one in 1977 and the other one in 1981. Is that correct? I don't know. You are, you are, you. <laughs> <laughs> you are too much. Yeah, it was very, very, it's always very difficult. You know, it was and it will be difficult to 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 win all the, the games and uh, yeah it's difficult you need a, a lot of chance and and some good uh, i don't know what you need but you need something <laughs> you need lots of hard work uh, uh belief no, no, it's a pleasure the work is not a, the, the, the correct uh, word it's just uh, a pleasure and, uh, and and a lot of big piece of chance that you need. Yeah, you need <laughs> you need some dedication, a bit like uh, a bit like you what you are doing. So obviously, I was saying last week you uh, captain France. Uh, you played for for France as well in Stade Toulousain, Stade uh, Racing Club de France, which is now Racing 92. 
And then you decided after your career to become a sculptor. No, no, in fact, I was, <laughs> I was before, you know, before playing rugby. And uh, I was very interested in, in sculpting and, and painting because I have wonderful masters, uh, Albert Perrault and, and Kino Ladislas. And, uh, you know, it was a pleasure for me to go from the, from the field to the, to the studio and from the studio to the field. <laughs> said once sculpture is invention and energy and rugby is energy too and invention sometimes yes invention for, for some players because they are very talented and but I was not so it was working for me <laughs> more but yeah it's invention the, the sport is, is liberty and invention and Um, you, are, you, you have to, to be like this and, and freedom, you know, freedom. Yes, quite... yeah. what a way to express yourself. And you've built, yeah, you've created the... Yeah, you share this freedom with all the boys and it's your family, it's, uh, it's your life and uh, you go on uh, all the time, you know, for, for, forever. That's great. And uh, Jean-Pierre, you still have a link with the rugby because you created the Giuseppe Garibaldi Trophy, which is given during the Six Nations between uh, France versus Italy. Yes, yes, it was a, uh, I don't know, I did this and, yeah, and I love it, you know, I love to, to, to do something, I don't know, it's something that I did for the rugby and And, uh, you know, and, voila. So, <laughs> so, yeah, and one thing I wanted to ask you, in 2007, you uh, displayed some sculpture in Paris during the World Cup, Rugby World Cup. Will you do the same in 2023 as well? In, in, 20, in, in 2023, we, we plan to put something on a, on a, on a field like a, a big... Painting, you know, uh, it, it, it will be something for for, for the people, for for, for joy uh, and uh, for for freedom, you know, and enjoyment and pleasure, you know, uh, and for for all. That will be for all, you know. So it will be a big painting on the on the field just before the competition. I can't wait to see it because right now I think you, you, uh, your sculpture, we can see them in Musée du Quai Branly, Musée d'Art Moderne de la Ville de Paris, Asayu Art Village Museum in Japan, and um, in the state as well via Serge Soroko Gallery. So, and yeah, it's, it's going to be. Too okay, it's a good way to, to travel. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Yeah, so, so let's talk about something which is really dear to your art. So barbarians. You were one you were the the, the player uh, with Jacques Fourou, I believe. Yes, who, who, yes, yeah, who, who were invited by, by the 
Yes. And when we came back, you know, um, I asked if we, we can make the same in France and we create the, the French babas. And uh, I'm very, very happy. And, and, and now when I see some players invited by the French babas to, to play for one game a year, you know, it's great. Uh, I love it. Yes, and latest news I found out this week on Wednesday that Fabien Gatier is going along uh, with his staff is going to be the coach of the English Barbarian. Oh, great! That's that's a, a great honor for France and for Fabien. And uh, I love Fabien; he's a great guy, and he deserves it. And uh, come on, Babas, come on. Yeah, and believe, you know, for our English listeners, so George Cruz is likely to be part of the team. Danny Kerr, Finn Russell, Lomape, Semi Radradra, Cheslin Colby, so they are potential yeah, players. That, that should be a very, very strong team. I don't know. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there will be some uncapped players. Of course. And uh, one handicap player who played for the Baba was Antoine Dupont a few years ago. Yeah. We, 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 I remember we, we picked Antoine Dupont. He, he was 18 or 19 and he, he, nobody knows really about him. And he played like incredible. And, uh, and he, yeah, we, we won the game because, because of him. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, he was a very young player, but so good. Yeah, and what a player he is. And tell me more about the spirit of the barbarians, you know. Just to play uh, with freedom in, in your heart and in, in your head and uh, just thinking to attack, to pass the ball and enjoy yourself. And that's the, that's the goal, you know. Yes. And be, and be a nice. A nice boy and a, a nice rugby player. No, that's really voila. It's when, it, what you, you have to be when you are barbarian. It's a big communion. It's uh, and in a barbarian yeah. play in black and white in England. In France, I think they play in blue and white, and they wear yeah, socks. Uh, the blue is one. The blue of France. The blue uh, uh, and the the, the blue Oxford. You know, and that's that's our color because the, the babas are coming directly from the university, uh, English university. Uh, it was uh, Oxford uh, versus Cambridge, and we we just the two colors, the, the two blues plus the French blue. That's why we we, we are we, we are playing with three blues. I see. And players wear socks uh, from their own club uh, strips as well. Yeah. yeah, of course. You have to, to keep your identity somewhere. Yeah, so it's a bit like a, a big uh, rugby celebration for people who yeah, are passionate. It is. It is. It is. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy to see the barbarians. So um, the next game is going to take place in Twickenham on the 19th of June. Jean-Pierre, will you be there? I don't know. I, I, I'll be there, you know, some, somewhere in my head. But I'll be there. But, yeah. 
semua nak uh, if you see semua something crossing the <laughs> the sky it will be <laughs> I, I'm okay. sure I'm sure there will be loads on existing and former English players you know would love to uh, to sit you or meet you but I understand you 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 your studio is either it's in the south of France and you also have a studio in Ibiza is that correct no 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 not anymore no I have a, a studio all over, everywhere but my studio really is in the south of France right right Well, um, uh, yeah, that's it. You know, it'd be nice for, for you to be there because you are an icon, you know, a rugby icon. I know you are very, very modest. And, um, <laughs> and I don't, you probably heard, you know, that New Zealand uh, actor called Hugh Jackman. Ah, uh, yes. You, 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 uh, you, you, Jackman, yeah. And I met him and I was very impressed. And uh, it was funny because he, he was a rugby player. And uh, when he was young, you know, he, 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 he's fan of, of me. And, and I was fan of all these movies. So. <laughs> when, I, when I met him, it was kind of very special. Yes. So you, Jackman, is basically, you know, uh, just um, is Wolverine. He was, he, was, he was a rugby player. Yes, yes, he, he was, he was. Um, he played, obviously, everybody will, will know him. He played Wolverine in the Marvel series. Yeah. And you are right, absolutely right. When he was young, I think when he was 20, 21, he went to England and he taught rugby in a private uh, boys' school. I know that because I used to teach in a private okay. boys' school as well. So, uh, well, probably the, the, the same age. So, and he, he did say... I really like, I was pretty obsessed with Jean-Pierre Yves when I was younger. A small guy on the field. I don't think you were that small. Five foot ten, but maybe small as a flanker. He finished every game with blood on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. I really hope to, to meet you uh, one day in the flesh. I'm sure we'll meet because the rugby world is very small. And... Uh, yeah, It's such a good, good rugby community everywhere you are in the world. And uh, France is not that far, you know. So, uh, well, uh, uh, what are you up to uh, for the rest of the day? Are you working now or are you enjoying life, having a, a coffee? No, I'm just, I'm just uh, painting, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm just painting, that's all. That's brilliant. And if people want to see your, your art, do you have a website or...? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. It's easy. Yeah, today it's very easy with, the, with all this, uh, you know, internet, you know? It's yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I could see you had an exhibition, I think, in Monaco a few weeks ago. So, um, Yes, we just have to look on the on the internet. But wonderful, I love your heart. But I better stop because people will think that I am your agent. But uh, no, if you go, if you have the time, you know, uh, I think your art can be considered modern, modern art. Yeah, it's, yes, it's a wild um, abstract, geometric abstract. It's, uh, you know, uh, 
Brilliant. Well, merci beaucoup. Thank you ever so much. Et à très, très, très bientôt. You have a great day. Au revoir, Jean-Pierre. Merci. Au revoir. Au revoir. So what did you make of the game? I think there was never any doubt that France were going to win that game. I thought England battled reasonably well, but I mean, England, England are a bit of a shambles at the moment, aren't they? Uh, Jaminet penalty after nine minutes sort of settled them in. Then that Gail Ficou try after 15 minutes gave France an 8-0 lead. Smith kicked a penalty back 8-3. Jaminet another penalty 11-3. Smith another penalty for England 11-6. And then I think that important try right on the last minute of the first half from Kroos, you know, took it to 16-6, Jaminé converted 18-6. And I think that was the the turning point in the match because, you know, if ever there's a good time to score, it's right before half time. And I think that gave France the, the confidence they came out. England sort of battled back a little bit. Stewart got a try after 48 minutes which Smith converted to make it 18-13. But then that was the end of England's challenge, really. And, you know, how fitting that the player of the tournament, Antoine Dupont, player of the world, Antoine Dupont, scored a try in the 61st minute, which Jamelet converted to give France a 25-13 victory. And, you know, Dupont really brought out the best, didn't he, for the final game. He was the top tackler with 15 tackles. Out-tackled all the forwards, you know, people you'd expect from Aldrich, Gelange, Wauquie. He outdid them all. 15 tackles. So, yeah, fabulous win for France. Yeah, talking about Antoine Dupont, he accepted my uh, my invite on LinkedIn, you know, so that's interesting just now. Oh, that's good then. Yeah, you'll be working yeah. for him soon then. I'll try to get him on our podcast soon. <laughs> But, you know, you look at the stat, you know, it just shows how stats can lie. In France conceded 11 turnovers, England only seven. Okay. France, France made 152 tackles to England's 92. Okay. France actually missed 19 tackles to England's 16. They conceded more penalties than England, nine to eight. They had less uh -huh. possession. 45 to 55 and less terror 44 to 56 but they were convincing winners so it just shows that you know the stats don't always tell the story yes yeah yeah absolutely and which moment do you think was pivotal in that game i think that try right on half time because it was 11-6 and the clock was in the red i said that cross try and jamine conversion took them out to 18-6 So, you know, that was the, just a big enough gap then to hold on till late in the second half when, when Dupont provided the coup de grace, as you say, across the Absolute. channel. Yes. So, yeah. And the 61 minutes, yes, that was, that, that's it. Once after the 61 minutes, after his try, <laughs> we felt, Yeah, you never really exactly. thought it was in doubt after that, did you? It was just sort of, uh, you know... Uh, just sort of marching to victory, really. And, you know, the incredible thing is two players have played every minute of the Six Nations, and that's Gail Fiku and Roman Antamak. Played every single minute of every game. So, you know, what an effort from those two. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I believe that 11... I mean, there, uh, there haven't been too many... A change of players, except for no. COVID two weeks ago. But 
you know, Fabien Gatier has really remained consistent with yeah. his uh, with his team. So it's and it shows. You know, they've been playing. It does. For, for two years, two years ago, the average age was 23 years old with eight selection. Yeah. And now, two years on, the average age is 25 with uh, 20 selections. So they have gained, you know, in in experience, yeah. in maturity. And yeah, it, it's And the experience of playing together, you know, and this is the trouble with England where Eddie Jones is chopping and changing. It's also the same in Wales where, you know, we haven't had the same team together for I don't know how many, how many years. And, and that continuity really does help. And yeah, you know, you could sit down the day France are picking that team and you knew what that team was going to be, didn't you? Yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah we, exactly. we'd, we'd have both picked exactly that team because we know, you know, they've, they've proved they're tried and trusted and uh, yeah, so you know they're reaping the dividends, and you know there's the frightening thing is for the rest of the rugby world is that there's probably you know they they can there's still room for improvement. So what a scary prospect that is! It is, it is indeed. Much of the match, it's difficult because I think so many <laughs> so many players. I mean, Gavin Villiers is an incredible player. He's a winger, but the work he does at rucks and moors and turnovers. It's absolutely incredible. You know, he does the work of a forward. I think he's probably doesn't get the credit he deserves for that. You know, Antoine Dupont once again, you know, led led by example. I thought the front row of Bay, Marshall and Antonio, they were immense. As were the back row, Greg Aldrich, as always, carrying, you know, as he has in every game, uh, absolute human dynamo. So I'd be reluctant to give it to one one individual, to be honest. Well, you don't have to because <laughs> the yeah. man of the match on Saturday was uh, given to Antoine Dupont. Yeah, of course it had to be, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. So yeah, it was certainly lots of great, great atmosphere. Even if I arrived <laughs> very, very late, only just. But it went on for hours afterwards, didn't it? I mean, I think that the party went on quite late, didn't it? Well, people were. Getting ready, you know, to take the area you know, yeah. at the end of the game. I think it was open until quarter to one. There were a few bars, you know, but I think the place to go is uh, the sixième arrondissement, yeah. you know, which is a place where you celebrate. Uh, yeah, you don't want to hang around Saint Denis on a late at night. Not really, <laughs> not really. I mean, I said, you know, there were a few bars there, you know, that yeah. that catered for for whoever wanted to stay. But for me, it was quite a nice. Took the area instead of my friend. I believe that the the players obviously had a private um, yeah. ceremony. Can you say that? Yeah, uh, you can say whatever you like. It's your, <laughs> it's your podcast. <laughs> no, our podcast is <laughs> private celebration party at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Oh right! Oh my God! You know, they, you know, there is they have at the top of the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. There is a restaurant. Yes, there, that's so, right. Yeah. I think they privatize. I think from from the from the grapevine, I believe this is where where they stayed until three or four o'clock. Yeah, in the I've only ever had the fritz at the in the van at the bottom of the Eiffel Tower. I've never been up to the restaurant. All right. So, but anyway, so that's the Six Nations over. Then France top played five one five. Ireland played five one four in second place. England third. Another dismal for them. Played five one two. Lost three. Scotland played five one two. Lost three. And Wales played five one one. Lost four. Italy 
played five, won one, lost four. So, yeah. Uh, so happy for Italy. It was as if Italy <sighs> had won the Six Nations in Cardiff. Yeah, I know. Second a... time, second time the Welsh were not able to protect their fortress. The week before yeah. it was France and tomorrow, I mean, on this week, I mean, last week was the Italian. Yeah, it was. It was one of the. To be honest, it was one of the worst performances I've seen from Wales in many, many years. I mean, it was really they were flat. I think. I think they took Italy lightly. I think they thought you know Italy have lost thirty odd, thirty six games. You know, we're just going to turn up. We're going to celebrate Alan Wynne Jones's hundred and fiftieth cap, Dan Bigger's a hundredth cap, and you know they didn't take kicks to goal at the beginning. They went to the corners. And, you know, you've got to build a lead and then, you know, run in the tries if you can. And I think they disrespected Italy. I think they took them for granted. And, you know, the talk, believe you me, in Wales now, the talk is getting rid of the coach, changing the whole, you know, rugby system in Wales because the Welsh regions are in a mess. The whole of Welsh rugby now, this this result has really opened a can of worms and it's not not a pretty place to be in at the moment. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about France. But let's talk about France. Next steps. Next. So Gatier's contract to be renewed by an extra four years yeah. by Laporte the night yeah. before the game. So Laporte it- has said all the way along, he said at the beginning of the season, if... Uh, if Galtier wins the six, six, six Nations, Six Nations would probably be better, wouldn't it? Prudent <laughs> <laughs> Lapsus. Yeah, yeah. If Galtier, this is a show Will, for you. Wales would this lose is, that one as well, believe you me. Uh, this is a full show for families. Don't forget. Know, if, apologies if, for that. If uh, Galtier wins the Six Nations, he'll get an extended contract, and he has done, you know. And there's uh, next up for them, they've got two internationals in Japan. And then in November, there's a mouth-watering contest. They face South Africa in Marseille on November the 12th. So the current world champions against potentially the next world champions. And they also face Australia in Stade de France and Japan again in Toulouse. So, yeah, that's what's mapped up from the rest of the year. And then, of course, you know, then we're back into the next year's Six Nations World Cup warm-ups. And before you know it, it will be the start of the World Cup in Paris, France against the All Blacks. You know, there's so much to look forward to, isn't there? Well, I've got a hot of the press news for you. Okay. Is that the staff, you know, including Fabien Gatier, is going to coach the Barbarian on the 19th of June in Twickenham. Oh, okay. Yes, it's been announced a few days ago, so something to, to bear in mind. Excellent. Yeah, so one one will definitely try to go, I think. One will. <laughs> no, we start speaking all posh now. One will definitely try and go, will one? No, we. We, <laughs> we will try to go there. See, you're the person in the know. See, you've got friends in high places. <laughs> as you should, as you should. Latest news, I'm afraid. I don't have very, very good news. You haven't got very good news? 
Federico Martin Arambaru oh, yeah. was yeah. killed in Paris. Yes, yes, very sad news. And so it was a drive-by shooting or something, wasn't it? It was. So it yeah. was Argentinian and he played, obviously, for the Pumas and also for Biarritz. Yeah. Stade yeah, Francais. very sad, very sad. Yes. And he yeah. was only 42 years old. Yeah, deepest condolences to, to everybody connected with him, yeah. Okay, top 14, what's happening, Mike? Yeah, this week we're back to business. How many French players will be involved? I don't know. I think most of them are still very badly hungover. But anyway, <laughs> Toulon are at home to Clermont. Brive are at home to Castres. La Rochelle at home to Racing. Montpellier are at home to Biarritz. Are at home to Pepignon. Stade Francais are home to Bordeaux-Bergle. And then on Sunday... Toulouse face Lyon. But last, was it last Friday? Last weekend, anyway, Toulon. What a win for them. 41-11 against La Rochelle. Don't think anybody, anybody saw that coming. Four tries for Toulon, so a bonus point win for them. Yeah, so maybe they have turned the corner. But yeah, so we haven't really a chance to focus very much uh, on, on the top 14. But there are new leaders in the table, and okay. they, uh, they are Montpellier on 60 points. In second place, bordeaux Bergler on 58. Third points, Lyon on 54. Uh, fourth place, Castra uh, also on 54. In fifth place, Toulouse on 53. And in sixth place, Racing on 51. Down the bottom, uh, 14th place, down, way down the bottom, Biarritz. On 24, 13th place, 10 points clear of them. Uh, Pepignon on 34. It looks like uh, Biarritz's days in the top 14 are numbered. And then third from bottom, uh, Brieve on 37. So, yeah, the top six, uh, which are the important ones because they either go into the uh, semifinals or battle for the semifinals. And it's tough between sixth and seventh and eighth. Racing, La Rochelle, Claremont, they're all vying for that last place. So there's still plenty to play for in the top 14. Definitely. So, French lesson. Okay. So, obviously, nos, nos petits bleus, nos jeunes bleus have won, finally. Not only the Six Nations, but hey, if they did even better, they won a grand slam after 12 years of agony, of expectation, of being ridiculed. Somebody who has won a, a schlem, you call him a... Schlemmer. A schlemmer. Yeah? Uh, no, he says schlemmer. Sounds Sch like Schlem German. Schlemmer. <laughs> <laughs> a schlemmer. Schlemmer. So, rugby friends, I hope you enjoyed our our chat about uh, the success of Les Bleus. Finally, after three years waiting for me, after saying to Mike, yes, 
oh, well, next year, oh, well, next year. And this year I was able to say, yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and just think, next year you'll be able to say, last year we won it. <laughs> we will see time time will tell you have a lovely lovely time rugby friends and you mike whatever you are doing now are you going to play football or something like that oh, i'm still having counseling sessions after wales versus italy <laughs> we'll be back with more top 14 action next week and all the news and views from the world of french rugby grand slam champions 2022 and you know, I've got some, uh, I've got a solution for you regarding the Welsh rugby. Yeah, Why don't you apply to work for them? You know more than they do, I'm sure. Oh no, I don't think so. <laughs> Look, I've suffered enough. It's, <laughs> it's too modest. Who knows? Maybe Mike Kears <laughs> will one day work for WRU. Okay, au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Ciao. Bye. La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic Les oiseaux du lac pic-pac, pic-pic Glou-glou-glou font tous les dindons Et la jolie cloche ding-ding-dong Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum Tout avec lui dit boum Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille